This is why we wrote the show about the fan experience. I am Eric Mack. What's up, Eric? I'm Ned. This is Ned Doherty. And <laughs> right now, I, I'm just going to start off ranting a little bit. Uh, you got a bone to pick. I got, I got a little bit of a bone to pick. Uh, watching uh, part of the interruption, there is a new poll out. Um, and this was conducted by the Washington Post of about 500 people who self-identify as Native Americans. And the result of the poll is that 90% of those polled say they do not have a problem uh, or are not offended by the Redskins, the Washington Redskins, the NFL team's mascot. Sweet. Which has been so protested the politically the correct police lose and the Redskins can stay the Redskins and we can finally stop talking about this, right? So that was so that was the take on on PTI, uh, particularly from Michael Wilbon, who in the past has has uh, come out against the Redskins' name, said that the Redskins' name should be changed, um, and there's just so much wrong with this. Wilbon's take was like he was predicting that uh, you know this debate is all over with, the controversy is all over with, it it's over and done. This it's one, a poll. It's, it's a it's, poll. It's in the newspaper. It's a poll of 500 random people that this is were real. called on the phone. This is real. So that settles it, right? Yeah. No! Like that, <laughs> there, I mean, there's so much wrong. So this really bothered me so much to, to declare an issue dead based on one poll is wrong for so many reasons. I mean, we're in the middle of an electoral cycle right now. I don't know if you've noticed, but there was there was one poll. And that poll declared Donald Trump the GOP nominee, right? Yeah. There was no. There's been like seven thousand <laughs> polls. Oh, they, some, they don't just rely on one. Some of which were just drastically, drastically wrong o- along the way. By the way, so and you know what's interesting is so I dug into the poll and I actually got down into the nitty gritty of the methodology and everything. And so the way that this poll actually worked was that it, it this consi- this poll worked. No, the way it was conducted uh, was that um, about 500 people, 504 Native American adults uh, were called on the phone. And uh, first of all, they were asked this question. Do you consider yourself white, black, African-American, Asian, Native American, Pacific Islander, mixed race or some other race? And if you say Native American, that triggers you to take the rest of the the poll. Second poll question. Are you currently enrolled as a member with a Native American tribe? If yes, which tribe? Now, how many people do you think of those 504? A massive number for a poll, by the way. Um, That's sarcasm. Uh, How many of those are enrolled in the tribe, would you say? What, 90, 95%? Yeah, I would hope so. I mean, upwards of 450. Only 44% are enrolled in a tribe. So like already I'm having issues. Wilbon and Kornheiser, I'm come having, on. I mean, just don't be lazy about it. Like that's not- Yeah, the, don't, I mean, don't declare the issue dead. Right? Uh, from one poll. And yeah. so the, the same poll was done in 2004 by the Washington Post and actually had about the same uh, results. However, in the interim, um, there, a poll was done by um, a man whose name I must look up now. Wrong tab. Too many tabs. It's not an ecstasy show, people. Yeah. It's just an internet show. Uh, so uh, another researcher uh, took it upon his, himself. His name is James Finlon at California State University, San Bernardino. Uh, he did uh, a poll where he actually went around person to person asking uh, people at powwows and uh, other events. Um, so you mean like a real ethnographic poll? R- right. Well... <laughs> 
Yeah, or not, really. not over the phone. Yeah, not over the phone where you like simply ask people, "Are you Native American?" Which, by the way, minor side point. Um, many years ago, I saw a different survey, a far more rigorous survey, where people were simply asked what uh, they felt their ethnicity was, and you would be shocked the number of counties in the United States where people consider their ethnicity not something like German or Irish or Italian. No, their ethnicity, they consider it to be American. So I'm just saying, it's, somebody calls you and you're one of those people and they're like, are you uh, are you black, Asian, Native American? Oh, yeah, I'm a Native American, I'm born what, here. I'm what's on the Budweiser can. Exactly, America. <laughs> Tastes great, less filling. Uh, so anyway. I think the, that's a different beer, but... It's, it doesn't matter. They're all. Is, is it really a different beer? Have you <laughs> tasted all, them? All are they owned, really different? They're owned by Belgian companies now. <laughs> it's great. That 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 goes in the economic, <laughs> the global beverage economics podcast. Yeah. Um, so anyway, the getting back to this guy's um, Mister Finelon's poll that was done actually face to face with uh, human people. Beings. He determined to be very likely to actually belong to a tribe, more likely to be of Native American heritage. Of those people, 67% were offended. And also, I mean, just anecdotally, and, and another question on the, the poll that the Washington Post found was like, if somebody, a non-Native person said to your face, called you a redskin to your face, would you be offended? And it was seven or eight out of 10 said, I wouldn't be offended. Now, listen, I've lived in Alaska for several years, which has the highest percentage of Native Americans in the United States. We're now in New Mexico, number three in terms of percentage. I wouldn't say that to anyone's face. Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, you, you, you work with Native American students. Uh, they're a big part of our community. Like, dang, cool. It yeah. ain't cool. Yeah, so my two anecdotes about this would be from the classroom um, at my previous school where 30% of our 100 student um, body was or hundred person student body, 33% were native American from Taos Pueblo, um, or the Navajo res. And the students that I asked about this weren't really offended by it. And from my perspective, it's maybe because they haven't come to consciousness around these issues yet. That's not to say that their viewpoint isn't valid, but I just am not sure that they have met an, enough of the world to look critically at something like the name Redskins. One, one student who's graduating tomorrow, which is really cool. Um, he wears a Redskins hat. So they, they wear it as a badge of honor that, that, that that team is named after them. They don't find it derogatory. And then fast forward to this past school year, I was talking to students about um, some memorials we have in this state around the Spanish conquistadors in New Mexico. And like, should we still be celebrating that sort of violence and conquering? And most students are just sort of like, like the shrug emoji. It's just like, well, yeah. it's history. We can't change history. You changing that monument isn't going to do anything about this issue. Um, and there's part of that where it's like, yes, we should keep the name Redskins because we should subvert around that name to show how that name is problematic. Then there's the other side of this, like erase those monuments, get them out of our psyche. Like it's a really fascinating conversation when you think about like civil war and slavery, what's going on in the South with the Confederate flag and monuments in new Orleans. And 
And then we've got this sports issue and how we recognize genocide and how we carry forth pride, brutality on the football field, what it means to be from D.C. So all I have to say to that is all, all that's fine and good, but just because, you know, like kids are, are wearing Redskins hats and, you know, they're, they might not be offended by it and maybe they want to empower, take the word back and empower sure, it. Sure, Doesn't mean it's okay to have a team called the Brooklyn N-Words. That's not happening anytime soon. Totally. Seems like the same thing to me. No, it's it's true. And like, let's even say that most, let's even say that most Native Americans are as indifferent as those students you're talking about. Let's even say that that survey is accurate, which I don't think it is. Right. That's that, the huge problem, right? Is that? Yeah. I don't think that survey is accurate or like conducted. 500, 500 people is not really a meaningful sample size. You can't really, you can't really distill anything from that. But well, let's grant all that and let's say, fine, 90% of Native Americans think it's fine. You're still being assholes to 10% of right. the that's, – that's at least 500,000 people are saying we don't give a fuck what you well, think. Well, that's the idea around Native American identity. I would imagine, especially from my white perspective, is understanding how the rest of the world operates. 500 people speaks for that immense – part of our population. How problematic is that, that they right. would say that 500 people is worthy of the voice of the Inuit population, the Lakota, the Blackfeet, Seminole, Cherokee, Pueblo, Hopi. To distill that into 500 people is just so problematic. And it speaks to our ability to just overlook entire cultures of people because Native American does not define one type of human being, right? So there's so many different ways to be a Native American. And by saying there's only 500 of you, it just furthers that right. cultural genocide, right? It's it's so problematic. Well, and notably like Native American groups like the Osage Nation of Oklahoma, they have actually come out and said they, they have protested. Native American groups have protested the name. I don't think I've seen any Native American groups that are like, yeah, we're okay with the name. No, I mean, if you could, if we had, if we had an intern Googling it, there's one guy from Arizona. I think he might be Pima down by Phoenix. Um, they have totally locked into Daniel Snyder and the Redskins ownership. And Daniel Snyder brings this guy, he might even be from the Navajo nation, which is a huge nation, the size of like Connecticut and Rhode Island. Like they're just so spread out that, and the tribal politics of who is president at the time and who's the leader of the tribe, he gets to go and like glom onto Daniel Snyder because Daniel Snyder needs a tribe to endorse this. So like there has been somebody and they're from Arizona and they totally like capitalized off of this for themselves, not for the sure, nation. But... Are you sure it wasn't? So like there was a photo of the the president at the time of the Navajo nation who was at a Redskins game. He was like the guest of the Snyders and they, they actually That's showed what I'm talking him. about, yeah. And uh, But then after the game, he's like, I was just there to like – to to inquire about a deal to sell on Navajo handicrafts at the stadium. Oh, really? Yeah, he wasn't endorsing it. Oh, I thought it was way more self-serving than that. Well, like... kinda. I mean, he was he was a, he was a lame duck president of Navajo Nation okay. at the time. So, I mean, maybe, but I mean, he didn't. He at no point was he like, oh, I'm totally cool yeah. with this. He was there for like five hundred of us to... are cool with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what do we do about that? Because you and I are not the PC police. We are not from DC, we're not going to be able to change this name. Like as sports fans, what do we do? I mean, I, I mean, I, 
that's the to me that's the Washington DC football team. Like I'm not comfortable. I'm not comfortable saying that word because people have told me they don't want me. To, they don't. They're not comfortable with people saying it, so I'm not right. going to say it. Like you know, growing, growing up as an Eagles fan, we used to call them the Deadskins, which is cool because their football team sucks, but also has way too many connections to Redskins and the genocide that I've mentioned a couple times. Like Deadskin isn't a great way to put it either. It's not exactly cool. No, I mean, look, it's America. Like. Dan Snyder has every right to to retain that name for his football team. Um, you know, it's uh, it's it's a free country. It's a free market that is not a government owned entity that uh, you know needs to be policed in such a way. So he can do whatever he wants. He just needs to know he's an asshole. Oh, I think that he knows that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think, know if he does. And, well, and that's the thing. Like Kornheiser and Wilbon, where we started with this on PTI, those guys are both um, – Wilbon's a former Chicago guy, but they're both DC journalists now, or at least were before they made it big on ESPN. So they know he's an asshole, and they know that – and I feel comfortable saying that from a distance because I think a lot of my buddies who I went to college with in Maryland hate Daniel Snyder and hate what that team is now. So, yeah, he's not a great guy. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm just disappointed and I just want to, you know, put it out there uh, that one poll does not decide anything, especially, especially this poll. And even if this poll was the last say, you're still being an asshole to 500,000 people. <laughs> yeah. Game over. It's terrible. <laughs> Sports suck, man. I've been telling you this this whole podcast. But, but we're raising consciousness. You and I might be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Another drink. Thanks, Eric. All right. Thanks, Ned. And one quick update before we go. Uh, the Patreon page is live now. You can go to patreon.com forward slash why we root. Uh, and that's the place where you can make a donation or a recurring pledge um, to support the show. Anything from a dollar on up. Um, you can see the different levels there. Um if you come in at, at our highest level, we'll actually even uh, interview you on the show about what it means to you to be a fan. And there's also opportunities to uh, get in on our newsletter and a bunch of interesting stuff that's going to be coming down the pike. Uh, but most of all, uh, supporting us through Patreon supports some projects we've got coming up. Uh, but we're not just going to be sitting around waiting for patrons to um, pony up the cash. So in the coming, coming days and weeks, we're going to talk a little bit about the NBA Finals, the Philadelphia 76ers, and their ongoing process of building through the draft. Uh, and much more. So keep checking back on the feed, Why We Root on iTunes. We're going to be continuing to put out new stuff for you guys. Thanks for listening. For Ned Doherty, I'm Eric Mack.